Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the first ever DAC podcast. Let's get some hype. Yeah, boy. No, no hype from no. Well, I'm your host, Daniel, with my co-host, Mr. K. Avano. Let's get some hype for him. Yeah, yeah. No hype for him. Okay, I love it. Raised you. <laughs> so we will soon start doing the podcast in person. Uh, as of now, we're going to be doing it over Discord until we get everything all set up for it. Social distancing. Yeah, social, yep, COVID and all that other stuff. Um, so with the podcast, we're kind of just going to be talking about a little bit of everything. Um, basketball, music, you know, life experiences, stuff that goes on in our lives. Um, and, and stuff that we just, uh, are basically are, my, my, my phone's going off. Hold on, mom. Uh, and just our thoughts on certain types of things and stuff like that. Uh, again, I'm Daniel. In case you didn't know, hopefully you do know. Uh, and then Kayvon, do you want to say your name, anything? Daniel? All right, bro. Listen. I thought your name was Darnell. <clears throat> so <laughs> <laughs> um, he did not expect that one. He didn't want that one. For anyone who wants to know, DAC stands for Depth and Knowledge because we're going to be going in. Uh, and talking about all kinds of stuff and it also stands for daniel and Kayvon, which is perfect uh i'm the one who came up with it because i'm a i'm a genius wow we're really fucking capping out here that's crazy uh, absolutely mind-boggling <laughs> wow all right no i got that yeah so i also um signed the declaration of independence in case y'all were curious uh, since we're capping and all i just thought we would just throw those out there oh okay cool cool cool, cool. uh is there anything you'd like to tell the people before we uh get right into things uh, I'm dehydrated. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Perfect. Uh, so we got a list of things we're going to talk about today. Uh, <laughs> just a list of things. I know how to handle that. He was like, we're going to move on past that situation. <laughs> move past that situation. So first things first, um, on our list of things to talk about is... You wanted to talk about new age music versus old head mentality. Absolutely. Uh, now, what what specifically did you want to talk about? So this is something I've been wanting to tell like an audience of people for a minute is the difference. So you, you know who Joe Budden is. I feel like he's just like aggressively against um, some new artists. Mm. And I myself kind of have had my struggles. Playboy Cardi. But it's cool. It's cool. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. But anyway, I think I've I think I've solved why there's this disconnect between like old heads and kids today in terms of their music. So for me and how I've always understood music is you attach it in one of two ways. You either find music in the form of an experience or a feeling. Mm. Now you can have both. I think a lot of Mac Miller fans have both. Because um, if you actually, I mean, for me, if I listen to some of his songs, like that's live um even the weekend like i hear like what on the surface sounds really sad but people are like hyping up to it and for a while i never understood that but i think when you tie music to like a feeling you like resonate with that song so for example people who listen to like tupac biggie um is that the police in the background we don't worry about that <laughs> okay. a whole lot of gang <laughs> shit going on over there do it all the way but hey keep those drugs in the back um but i feel like when 
uh, you attach it to an experience, that's where people really get into people listening to music like Playboy Cardi's, mm -hmm. right? If I'm at a party and I want to turn up, I am not going to play Biggie or Tupac or I don't even know if Joe Budden makes music. Probably shouldn't, but whatever. <laughs> he um, made. I think he made like. Uh, I ain't, uh, listen. I'm not gonna cap. I think he made one song, and it was like, yeah, it was like pump, 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 pump it up. Yeah, he should not be allowed to talk. But like, when you tie to even even Lil Yachty, right? No one's saying that they're lyrical geniuses. No, I don't think that anyone's gonna make that comparison. But I don't go to the club expecting to listen to. Um, all of Kendrick Lamar's first album. I mean, there's some definitely some banger songs from artists like him and J. Cole, but those are songs that really have a lot of depth to them. Mm, and those yeah, music, yeah. that's where you tie a feeling to it. If I'm trying to fuck and I'm feeling a vibe, right? I'm definitely playing Wet Dreams by J. Cole. Most definitely, all the way, that 1 is, million percent. Mm, that's a vibe, that's a vibe. Maybe but if I want to just go stupid yeah. and not really think, then I'm going to be playing either Playboy, Trippy Red, um, my boy Uzi is, is for me both because for me when I first started to actually really pay attention to the music I listened to it was Uzi and I always attached like I never actually I actually really didn't like him at first when I heard Money Longer the first time I was like this is ass why am I hearing this <laughs> now I'm that's my favorite artist now but it's because I attached the experience of turning up to sauce it up at the club and the feeling of listening to music for the first time like really listening to me for the first time together with him that was my first like real experience of music so that's why i attach and i've gravitated that way you know yeah now uh, back on the the joe budden thing i definitely I'm, i watched the interview with him and lil yachty and mm -hmm. this man joe budden was out here wild and like he invented music and uh it it was just it's one of those karen videos like it's so hard to watch because it's like, I don't know how I would react in that situation. And I think Yachty handled it probably how anyone else would handle it. Um, you know, just kind of like, bro, calm the fuck down. Like, what is your problem? This, like, I don't know what it is. Joe, like, Charlemagne also, I find uh, annoying um, to a certain degree. So Charlemagne knows how to stir the pot. But this man, Joe Budden, thinks he owns the store. Does that make sense? absolutely i and, think like yeah especially for like charlemagne like when uh the beef with eminem and i think p diddy was happening oh, i remember God. like in an interview he was like oh diddy said he's handling that don't need to worry i'm like you just sound like you sound like the teacher's pet and you're like the teacher stepped away to go to the bathroom for a second and you're like the teacher put me in charge she had to go to the bathroom but i'm in charge we still need to be reading guys like who the fuck are you do you we on the same level like, bro don't ever we on the same position don't ever try to say like you you above me you know what i mean you know like when one of your co-workers like you're both sales associates but the manager steps away and then that one sales associate tries to tell everyone what to do like bro right, like you i'm get the I'm pay the you, you get paid the same as me i know damn well you ain't trying to tell me what to do all right get your commissions up little bitch yeah <laughs> like, don't talk to me like, like that who you talking to and like especially in joe budden's case i just feel like he was way too like aggressive about it like mm -hmm. There's constructive criticism, and then there's you just being an asshole. And then there's you just, like, going in on somebody. If you, you know, if he's doing some out-of-pocket shit, or maybe if Lil Yachty said, you know what, music is lyrically the best, go off, spaz, get in his face, do what you got to do. Because we all know that's not true. Mm -hmm. But he's never made that claim that I know of. He's not the one saying, like, yeah, bro, my music is super introspective and deep. No. Yeah. 
and some of his other songs like d to the a with uh with t grizzly like he can rap like that is a thing he can do he deserves to be in the industry obviously he's still here and like new age music is more about finding a sound as opposed like again kind of going back to that comparison it's about finding a unique sound I don't give a shit about how deep your song is when I'm drunk at 3 a.m. in the club. I don't care really about the little intricacies of your wordplay. I am here to turn up. I want to hear those 808s hit. I want to hear the beat drop. And that's what most new age music has. That like That's all Playboy Cardi music is, if I'm being honest. It's him repeating a chorus of like seven different words over and over again, half a verse, and they're like all two minutes long. But it's because you turn that shit all the way up you're gonna feel that in your chest Bro, like that shit's gonna be banging listen, and no other rapper is like playboy cardio okay no other rapper raps in cursive okay playboy cardio raps in cursive and every time he raps and just his songs in general i put them bitches on like mr age bro i float away like for example so like j cole's new album what'd you think of it all right listen <clears throat> i have evolved as a music listener i you already know people who don't know i'm the biggest drake fan i love drake drake is what got me into rap music and i'm a big kanye fan i'm a big playboy cardi fan and i like pmb rock too those are like my top artists favorite artists that i can listen to on repeat at any point in time j cole i like j cole a lot I have a lot of J. Cole songs saved. When I first when I first listened to it, I was like, I ain't really feeling it. But it but as I started listening to it more and more, I was like, alright, I like it. I like it a lot. And I think it's because when I when I was younger, I used to listen to like Eminem. Uh, I listened to like Easy E. I grew up listening to Easy E. Eminem, Ice Cube, Tupac, Biggie, like all the old ones, like all the oldies. And then I listened to like Kendrick and J. Cole, Drake, a lot of that stuff. And I guess my my taste in music changed. Because I remember when X first came out, I was not fucking with X. I was like, bro, this dude is overrated. He is trash. But then I remember one night, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. I just laid down and I was like, you know what? Everyone's saying how good of an artist he is. I'm gonna lay here. I'm gonna just start to finish. I'm gonna listen to uh, his 17 album. I think it was the name of the album. Um, and I listened to it from start to finish, and I, f I fucking fell in love. I was like, bro, this dude is so fucking talented. I'm like, I cannot believe I wrote this shit off. And from then on, I just stopped. I stopped judging people's music off of like first basis. You know what I mean? Like, first time hearing it, I'm like, eh, that's trash. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna listen to it three, like, two to three times to really see if I really fuck with that. And if I fuck with it, then, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look more into that artist. But for J. Cole's album, Back on Topic, when I first listened to it, at first I was like, eh, it's not, I'm not really fucking with it. And I, like I said, that's, I think it's because of my, my growth in music how much i've changed listening to music but then when i re-listened to it and really listened to what he was saying i was like all right this shit this shit fire but i ain't gonna cap the the luigi brother bar is overhyped that bar it's not that much it's not that big of a bar guys guys it's not that big of a bar 
I just feel like if that's his if if everyone's gonna trip over that, if that's his lowest point for some artists, that would be like their greatest, most introspective bar that they've ever written. And if that's rock bottom for him, Mans has the whole game on lock. That's a, how I yeah. interpreted that. Like it's yeah, it was a simple line, but like when I heard my life with twenty one. Oh my god, that's dude, favorite song on the album. That's my favorite song. Dude, they 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 murdered that song. Like I think that whole album, out of like a scale of twenty, I'd give it like a nineteen, just because like kind of like what you said. Like I always grew up listening to like a balance of music. I know, especially when I was really young, I would listen to uh, Chris Brown a lot, old school Chris Breezy. Brown. And my mom was like a huge. My mom had all of the old hits, like. 300 songs like just this library of old head songs mm -hmm. but when i heard j cole's like when i heard this i loved how diverse each song was but they all still fit in the whole album under this like same like they have this um i'm trying to find the words for it but like a sound characteristic to them like they all still fit together they have the same theme of like music i mean obviously they're in the same genre right but they all like fit together really well but they're different enough that i can easily tell each song apart they seem like they were crafted individually like he really spent his time per song and i think like every single song was something i could vibe to every single one of them even uh there's like the interlude there's one where it's not really like much of a song but even that i'm just like yeah the dude, thing that he uh he he released like what like a week prior dude murdered the whole thing like the whole thing i would give him a 19 out of 20. I mean, I don't really give like a whole bunch of 20 out of 20s for things, but like every single song was a hit in my book. I ain't gonna cap. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 17.5. I think like going back onto his like, his like track record of, of making hits, dude's been on fire. And if someone was to say J. Cole is not like top three, top five of all time, definitely either number one i can't really think of who would be number one right now who's consistently releasing music uh, drake. but <clears throat> right now you'd put drake over j cole yes like today today yes within the last hour yes really just, just because uh, this is the this is the drake park in me coming out yeah. and i like like i said i like cole i like j cole a lot mm -hmm. but as an overall artist Come on, Drake. He was literally just named Artist of the Decade. So, I guess where I'm getting caught up on is the last few singles that he released. Yeah. Like, Once It Needs, that's Baby Song. That's Lil Baby Song. I don't care what no one else says. He he owns that song. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> Drake's property, but, like, we all know who it is. Like, it's it's Lil Baby's now. He he made that song, like, what it was. I think Drake was like, you know, we're going to be kind of low-key low with this one. And then the little baby's like, yeah, fuck all that shit. We're going to be going in tonight. We like, feast. That little, listen, little baby set a bar. And it, well, he said, I ain't the, the wait, what did he say? <laughs> and I was like, I felt that, bro. Dude, he, <laughs> he, said, he killed the whole goddamn he thing. Like, he said, um, I ain't a, I ain't a goat, but I fit the description. That's yep. more of a bar than the Luigi bar from J. Cole. Come on, y'all. I still think, I think right now, I'm saying in the rap game, I guess I should clarify, J. Cole in my book right now, because, like, again, I, Uzi's my favorite artist when it comes, like, rap and, and, and shit, but 
I and I think 2020 was a great year for him. And even this year's been a great year for him. He's been still doing really well with his music. He just released a song with uh, Young, Young Nudie, I think. I'm gonna need to go find that. He also just was on um, Don Tolliver and Gunna's. They just made an, had a song just come out. But like, I still recognize that when it comes to the art of rapping, making rap music, I would say that J. Cole objectively at doing that task is better than Lil Uzi is. But that doesn't mean that, that doesn't diminish either of their ability as an artist in general. Like when it comes to just making music period, I still think they're, they're both good. Like Playboy Cardi, for example, it kind of, again, goes back to the first point. I think he is garbage at rap. He cannot, he can't really rap that well. Have you anyone heard of freestyle from this man? Was it good? I don't fucking know. Cause no one's ever really heard one that I know of. But when it comes to making music that people will listen to, giving you an experience, letting you turn up at that club, he can do that very, very well. I think him and his producer can do that very, very well. Because the beat is half of the song. You could honestly listen to a J. Cole song with like not much beat to it and I'd still be getting down. Like I'd still be vibing. But that's where I think artists can be really, really good at doing things, but they don't have to necessarily be the greatest rap artist of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's... uh. That's my take on the music game, right? On the music game right now. I mean, I, I like, I, I still like J Cole. I man, listen, I'm not gonna let you disrespect Drake, Drake. <laughs> you ain't gonna disrespect Drake on my, on my watch, okay? <laughs> like Drake. Is I don't an think overall... that Drake's bad. I think when it comes to just make again making music, like what, what's the bar where he's uh. I don't, I'm not even gonna try to recite because I know I'm gonna get it wrong. No, recite. I'll, I'll let you know if you get it wrong. I, I am. It's <laughs> like uh, the one we talking about. Like they drew. This is in Drive Camrys. Oh, uh, what is oh, this? it's this Child's Play. It's Child's Play. It's uh, this man's a Drake's library right here. Fuck <laughs> uh, Shazam! I just got this guy. They don't need to know all our business. You wild yep. and you super childish. You go to CVS for coat, Texan. And my Bugatti, I took the key and tried to hide it. So you can't drive it and put on mileage. And then you find it. Off the silent. Huh? All right, I'm going to stop. Before I just recite this whole damn song. <laughs> but, but like, I think that, again, Drake's witty. He makes good music. And when it comes, but when it comes to being an artist, he, he has cornered the market and appealing to a wide range of people. There is... When you pin even, I think, J. Cole's music. J. Cole's, like, there's a genre to it inside of rap itself. It's music that is a little deeper, like Kendrick. It's a little deeper. You you have to take a, an, another second to really listen to what's being said. And it, it, it goes a little deeper. It's, it's not just surface level shit. Drake can give you a bar that's surface level that people can, everyone can get down with. But if you really want to take the time to listen to it, it goes, I wouldn't say it goes as deep as J. Cole does, but it, it, there's a little bit more to it. Like the, the, um. I just want to say real quick, rest in peace, Kendrick. He ain't dead, but it's been like 900 days since we've, we've heard anything bro, from him. I don't know if everybody heard me earlier, but I said R.I.P. Juice, because I need that man. I wanted to meet him in real life. That's what, that's what's up. I wanted to meet X, to be honest. I could have, I could go my life without meeting him. Not that he's a bad guy or anything, not that I don't like him. I just, I never really gravitated toward that music. I, I'm just I very open-minded when it comes to music. Like, in my I mean, car, I, am too. I can go from listening to Drake to listening to fucking uh, uh, 
Panic at the Disco to listening to fucking um, Kenny Chesney. Shit, that's the white that's the white in me that's popping out. Like I can listen to so much. Like I can listen to like K-pop. I can listen to because I respect everyone in their in their um, what's art. Taste? Yeah, their art, their music taste. Like I'm I'm such an open book. I'm such a chill guy that I can just listen to anyone's music, and it's like. I can get down with it, like um, K-pop, uh, Mexican music. Um, can you get down with country? I can get down with country. Depends on the country, though. Listen, listen. I grew up. I, okay, I mean, listen. It depends on the country. Like, I mean, are we talking like you no, know, no, no, Israel? No, no. Are we talking about <laughs> Brazil? I, I when I country. I grew up with my mom. My mom is white, and. She, she just listened to rap and all that fun stuff. And when she married, when she got married, she, her, um, her husband, my stepfather, they listen, he listens to a lot of country and he also listens to rap and whatnot, but they primarily listen to country. So when I was younger and I was growing up, I would listen to a lot of country. So I, I ain't gonna lie. I do have like 20, 25 country songs in my phone just because like you were saying earlier, I have a memory of of those songs so when i play those songs it reminds me of of when i was younger you know yep. and that's why you know not all country is that was, the thing with the internet I'm, I'm i'm sorry i'm gonna change the subject real quick the thing with the internet is the internet is such an influential place for for better and for worse so a lot of people will be like oh i hate country but have never listened to country once in their life. Country is really not as bad as people say it is. Because it talks about the same shit that rap does. Bitches and booze. And cars. Like, and money. Maybe like, not the drugs, though. Not the drugs. But, like, <laughs> this... <laughs> but it's, like, the same shit. It's just said in a different way. Yeah. And I think that so rap has pillars. I, I call them the pillars of rap. I don't know if anybody else calls them that, but that's what I call them. It's it's drugs, it's bitches, money, um, cars and expensive things, um, and like violence. Mm -hmm. And that is the pillars of rap for me. I mean, there's probably some more. Just can't think of them off the top of my head. Country's pillars are they they overlap, but yeah, the alcohol is definitely one of them. If, I don't think I can name a country song that hasn't in some way, shape, or form made a reference or talked directly about drinking see it's like they they overlap so much but because they just sound different people just don't give it a chance and like mm -hmm. i'm like i said i'm not the biggest fan of country like if i get in a car i'm definitely going to a station that's not country but if i if country were to come on like i'm not complaining about it like i'm not gonna be like oh turn this off before my ears fall off no i'm just like all right whatever i'll vibe i just want you know it's whatever but like i said the internet is so influential like we were having this conversation before uh the podcast where uh, i was telling you like pineapple on pizza like mm -hmm. the mass majority of people have never tried pineapple on pizza but because the internet tells them that it's gross and it's yucky i don't know why i'm using the vocabulary of a fourth grader yeah uh, <laughs> but because the internet says hey you know you shouldn't like this then everyone hops on this bandwagon and says oh yeah that's gross 
but they've never tried it. And that goes for a lot of stuff. Like, um, I can't think right now. Help me. <laughs> I, I think, no, I definitely agree with you. Like, I don't think there's any, like, on the same point, but I don't think that there's any, like, you can't be a real thug and be like, oh, yeah, I've never heard a country song, but it's fucking garbage. In the same way, so aside from being light-skinned, I'm also, like, Italian. And from talking with, like, my family and other Italians, it's pineapple on pizza. It's, yeah, I don't know. It depends. Some are more open-minded, some are not. And you, you might get crucified. You, you know, you might just get your balls cut off. You never know. No, huh? um, their tolerance <laughs> for that kind of shit. But I think, like, you're, I think you're, do, I do think you're right, though. Um, aside from not being able to speak English well, I also think that you, you kind of nailed it with that. I'm trying to also think of like shit people don't like just for the sake of not liking it. Cause there's, cause there's a ton of that. Like one thing that I'd never do is comment on YouTube videos, right? For any reason. But like so many people will hop on something and be like, yeah, this thing, this person fucking sucks or that idea is garbage. And it's like, you, <laughs> you did it just for, just for the sake of doing it. And I, I don't like that mentality. It's sheeple mentality. Mm, yeah, like um, like the Mortal Kombat movie. All right, I saw I saw the Mortal Kombat movie. Did you see it? No, but I, I saw enough of it to say I don't probably not. I'm probably not gonna like it. I actually I didn't I didn't mind it. All right, who's a good friend of ours? The one that you just mentioned huh? on the No Names podcast. Yeah, that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep I, mean, it out. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'll bleep I don't it out. He, uh, one of our friends, my fault. Uh, this is a no name contest. Uh, no name podcast. All right. We try not to mention names on here. Uh, but this guy, our friend here, he hates the new Mortal Kombat movie. And I mean, like, despises it. He probably has a dartboard with a picture of the Mortal Kombat uh, poster. And he throws darts at it. Like, that kind of hatred. Something out of a movie. Uh, didn't he just say he didn't like it? I thought he, he just didn't... He straight up just said he did not like it at all. Well, that doesn't mean he hates it. No. Like... No, like, he just... He said, it's ass. He'd rather watch the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Which, if you've ever gone back and watched that movie, that movie's fucking terrible. It is... Oh, I, I think so I've seen bad. it. so bad. It's, it's so comedy. Bad. It's comedically like I don't know. It's, it's, I think com- funny. it's you laugh at it because it's so fucking bad. Anyway, you cry when you realize people really did this for a living. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. I'm just kidding. I don't hate anybody. The what? the new no, Mortal Kombat movie is really not that bad. It's, I mean, it's not the greatest. It's definitely not a ten out of ten, but it's not as bad as people are saying. And people are just jumping on this bandwagon again and saying that it's garbage and they've never even seen the movie they've only seen the trailer and it's like yeah no this movie's garbage and i know sometimes you can tell by a trailer that a movie's garbage like the monster hunter movie no one even remembers that movie coming out but that movie came out and that movie was straight doo-doo did you watch the whole thing yeah is it is the whole movie set in the desert i don't fucking remember <laughs> i don't remember i really don't sucked but i don't remember a second of it that's because i watched it and i'm like i i don't know if i even finished the movie to be 100 percent because i was just like this is just not it bro this is i'm fucking bored i've never watched a movie and it was like i'm bored that's unfortunate when i first first heard of it i was like i was excited for it because i'm like i like monster hunter but i was like dude i'm bored 
I think in hell? both instances, I think in both instances, what the fan base is idea of what the movie was supposed to look like versus what it actually looked like were two different things. Like for me, Monster Hunter, I've always associated with like really lush uh, environments, right? When you're fighting whatever monster you're fighting, that motherfucker in the trees, that thing is knocking down like bushes. It's just trampling over things, it's eating other monsters. And then when I see the trailer and it's just set in the desert and it's just some chick fighting it in the sand, I was like, well, why? And the same thing goes for Mortal Kombat. Like for me, I've always understood the story of Mortal Kombat and like Scorpion's always been my favorite character. Um, but like there's always been a certain way of I've understood it was like, you know, Scorpion was tricked into thinking that Sub-Zero killed his family, but really it didn't happen and blah, 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 blah. But they took that, what we all know to be like, I guess, canon or whatever. And we're like, yeah, so actually, no, we're going to change the whole movie. And it changed the importance of those characters in the movie. Like now Scorpion is like basically the main guy. No, he's not. He, he would, I mean, in the original, he's not like the full story. He's a favorite character, but don't make the movie about him. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I just checked. Uh, Mortal Kombat has a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Monster Hunter has a 46. Damn. That's unfortunate. But I don't think the Mortal Kombat movie, it's definitely not a 10 out of 10. I'd give it a, a 7 out of 10, maybe a 6.5 you'd out still of 10. Give it a, you'd still give it above a 5, and you said it fucking sucked? Mortal Kombat? Oh, I thought you said Monster Hunter, my fault. Oh, God, no. Uh, I, I honestly don't remember if I finished the movie or not. I re oh, Ti is in the movie. I don't. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> Ti was even in the movie. <laughs> I don't remember shit wow. from this movie. Wow. The monsters were cool though. I'll give it that. But other than that, I was like, <sighs> um. But anyone who's who's lost, Monster Hunter is uh the movie is based off of a video game series where you basically go around and you fight these big ass monsters um with like swords and bows and all kinds of shit it's really dope it's, if you haven't checked it out definitely check it out but not the movie don't check out the movie the movie's not it bro that's unfortunate i really wow that makes me want to cry a little i was gonna get that tattooed on my arm oh my god this guy. monster hunter monster hunter is the greatest movie of all time no, you <laughs> Why would I ever do that? <laughs> you know, I realized that you have piercings, but you have no tattoos. Why is that? Okay. Um, reason why I have piercings and no tattoos is because tattoos are a lot of money. And what I do want to get is I want to get a... <clears throat> I want to get a sleeve on my left side. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't have like I have an idea of what I want to do. I I'm a big anime, basketball, um, video game fan. Like I like I dip my toe in a lot of stuff. Like I can be friends. I can go and have a conversation about like uh, why Allen Iverson is amazing, and then go and talk about like the new Warzone update. You know what I mean? Like I like, and then I can go talk to the the guys about the new fucking anime that just came out like i'll talk about all kinds of shit with all kinds of people yeah and i, I don't know like there's, there's so i have so many ideas that i want to do for tattoos but i know that if i if i do go with it like it's going to be on me forever so i want to make sure that i'm 100 in love with it 
before I do it because I keep changing my mind every time I'm set on something. Like I wanted to get a, a Persona tattoo, but then I wanted then I wanted to get a Kingdom Hearts tattoo, but then I wanted to do a, a, an Allen Iverson tattoo, uh, which that's my like one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, then I wanted to do like a, a an Ocho Cinco tattoo. Like it's just like I just keep changing my mind, and piercing so is a lot easier. So for me, so like how I treat tattoos is, if I think about a tattoo. I'm like, yo, this would be a dope-ass tattoo. I'm getting this. And then, like, let's say a month passes. I will revisit that idea. It'll, it'll leave my mind completely, and I will revisit that exact same idea. If it, in any way or shape or form, has diminished in my mind, like, eh, maybe it's not the best idea. I'm not going to get it. Because if it took a month for me to think it was just not that cool, just not as cool, I imagine three years from now, I might think it sucks. And then I'm stuck with this on my body. Um, all of my tattoos have meaning. I have like, so I have two of them. And the reason I got them in the first place is my friends and I were like, yo, let's get Friday the 13th tattoos because they're only $31. Um, I was like, shit, let's do it. So every Friday the 13th, we get a tattoo, but you had to pick from a template. And so I don't want like a dumbass like 13 on me because what does 13 stand for? Nothing that I can think of. Like, I don't care about the number 13. Isn't it like bad luck like in some cases? I'm sure, I'm sure it means something, but like, some of them are just fucking stupid. But like, I think that arguably <laughs> one of my dumbest tattoos is my pineapple. I have a pineapple right above my ankle. Cause I'm making an anklet out of these tattoos. And for a while I'm like, why did I go with that? But now that I think about it, I see pineapples every single day. Now, not just looking at my body, but like my friend, uh, one of my friends, you know him, uh, just graduated too, I'm proud of you, bro but just gave me like he gave me a uh, a pineapple snow globe um i have a pineapple wax warmer for like making my room smell nice like i just have i just see them all the time i'll be flipping through advertisements i mean obviously they're advertisements but i'll be watching a youtube video and completely unrelated i'll see a pineapple and i'm like why do i see these all the time so i'm like fuck it i'll just get one on my body so now i know i see one every single day well it's like it's one um, of um there's a thing there's a it's called something i can't remember what it's called but it's like when you buy a new car and then you notice that car everywhere. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but there's a name for it. And I'm going to find But like, that's, that's what it was for me. Like I just scheduled my next tattoo. And I think like, I want I'm going to get a sleeve on my right arm because all of my jewelry goes on my left arm. So on my right, we'll have all my tattoos, but every single tattoo is going to be like its own thing. Um, originally, I wanted to get, just get one big sleeve and do it over the course of a few days and like the same artist, same, you know, but now I'm like, you know, I want to go across the city. I want to go around the city. Frequency I want to find like local. Is what it's called. It's called a what? Frequency illusion. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But like, I just really want to get like all these local artists and like, you know, because I've, I've always, I grew up here. I grew up in Des Moines. And so that's just my way of like, you know, I, I really like this city. So I really want to get like just different artists that are known around here and, and show off like what they can do. I'm gonna actually make a video out of it, but I also want to hide it for as long as possible. I know I'm talking about it openly, but I'm gonna hide it for as long as possible. I'm gonna wear like long sleeve shirts and shit. But yeah, like all of my tattoos, and I mean, all of them have meaning. They, if they don't sit with me, I just don't get them. But I definitely want to get a sleeve on my left arm. I'm just, 
like it's one of those things like i just want to do it i think i think you should start small like get like i don't know you should get like a cherry maybe and you should I'll... get a pineapple maybe you should get some pineapple pizza i'll kill you <laughs> see look at you hating it for the sake of hating it you are just like the internet <laughs> <laughs> um you think we called back to that huh <laughs> i hate you so much right now um i love you too i also didn't get tattoos because i was trying to, i'm i'm trying to lose weight and i don't want to get a tattoo now and then lose weight and then my tattoo like you know work. what i mean yeah, yeah like that's, my tattoo that's, a very good that's point. also why i haven't gotten tattoos yet is because like like i said i want to once i recover from my knee surgery i want to fucking I want to start i am i'm so motivated after my knee surgery to work out again like watching youtube videos of people playing basketball fucking working out meal prepping like it's so weird like i'm in this phase right now where i'm like bro once my knee is good to go i'm gonna fucking bust my ass so hard to fucking um to just get back into shape because i was i used to be like not fit. I don't want to say fit. Uh, but I definitely was a lot skinnier, a lot more agile. You were underweight as shit. Like, a sudden gust of wind could take you out. Yeah. You remember me back in, like, elementary oh, I know. school, kindergarten, Dude, bro. You, I was like... <laughs> I'm telling you, if it's slightly just, just too windy of a day and a sudden gust comes up on you, it is you're going airborne. Like, you were taken flight if that was the case i've seen paper bags with like a little bit more like hold their own against the wind better than you could <laughs> at the time like it's crazy and now like ever since i hurt my knee I, I started gaining weight because i can't it would hurt to work out but then i wouldn't do anything about it and i would just keep thinking like oh it's probably just like doctor said it was okay i can like you know i don't need surgery and like three years later i'm like wow my knee still fucking hurts what's wrong with it and then they go oh well you have a torn meniscus you should probably get that fixed so i get that fixed and now i'm just like i'm excited to just get back to it because i there was a series in time where i was taking weight loss super serious and it was right after um covidcation is what i like to call it um i was gone from work our work let us uh basically we didn't go to work for like seven weeks if i remember correctly last year mm -hmm. and i gained so much weight during that time like it's not even funny like at my maximum i was at 250 255 and after covidcation after like a month uh this is gonna sound absolutely disgusting guys uh and i'm sorry it's really not that disgusting but i was disgusted with myself um so no you'll, eh. after after covidcation i think i told you this before but uh, after covidcation i i remember i was sitting at home and i'm like man i'm hungry and i ordered from domino's you get it's a 20 dollar meal right so you get two pizzas you get the garlic knots you get the cinnamon knots and you get a two liter it's a good price for a lot of food it's a great price but when i tell you bro that i sat there and i ate both pizzas half the garlic knots all the cinnamon knots and drink a two liter of pop all of it i in one sitting this wasn't just like 
I'm going to sit here, eat, and then stop. This was like one YouTube video, basically. Like, I fucking ate all of it. And I was so disgusted with myself. I remember sitting there and just, like, I don't know what to think. I was just sitting there, and I was like, man, I am so disgusted with myself and how I came to this point. And I was just rethinking my entire life. And then at that that literal next day, I started fucking, I started intermediate fasting. I started, um, I ordered protein powder, protein bars, went and got a membership. And for a good chunk there, I was doing really good for myself. And I got down to about 220, um, 215-ish. And then I, I hurt myself playing basketball. And I fell right back into that infinite loop of sitting at home and doing nothing because my knee would be like swollen or it'd be it would just hurt so bad. And I could feel my like my bones clicking. And now I'm I'm starting to kind of plump up again. Now I'm at like 2:30, and I was when I saw the fucking weight. When I saw my weight, I was like, "Bro, you're kidding me." So I'm, I know it's a really long explanation, but no, it was, it was much needed. Like for me, and I mean, you know this, but I had a while back, a pretty bad, uh, relationship. And when that ended, I remember looking at myself and I was like, what? You know, like 248 or 250 something. I thought, I thought it was like 258 maybe. Because all I would do at, at college is go to the dining center, like, eat and talk on the phone with whoever. That's all I did for, like, hours at a time. When I got back, I think within, uh, it was like a month, it was maybe one, two, one or two months, I did the intermediate fasting. Um, I was honestly just, like, depressed, so I just kind of sat there. and Like, if I was too sad about something, I literally would just go turn around and sleep until I didn't, wasn't sad anymore. I would eat until like my stomach right when you feel full stop eating the second i felt full but that shit low i mean not that i recommend anyone do that but i went from like i want to say it was like 248 or 256 it was one of those two but i went from whatever that weight was to 193 no like one actually i want to say 187 I think I went down to like 187 or one. Again, I'm terrible with numbers, but I dropped like 50 or 60 pounds in like two months. And I would play basketball. Literally, I'd go outside, I'd go to a court, and I would like look at whatever time it was. So let's say it was six o'clock. I'd be like, all right, cool. You don't get to eat or do nothing until 10 o'clock. And then at the end of my session, or until like it was too dark to actually continue playing basketball. Um, And at the end of my session, I'd be like, you don't get to leave until you make 10 threes in a row. And I would sit there in the dark with either my car headlights on or like i don't know just my car headlights and i would sit there until i made 10 threes in a row and by the time i was done dude i'm telling you and then usually nowadays i eat like one or two big meals so like at the time i'd be like all right cool you earned you know maybe once a week i'd be like you earned chipotle today so i just go get chipotle but that would be my meal for the day and dude i'm telling you i'm i'm like kind of like you i'm trying to get back into it I've been building, I mean, I've been working really weird hours, but I'm building that into my schedule now. And, and it's, it's really hard because I, 
my hours at work is 11, 11 to 8. Um, and so it's basically all day. It's not like a half day. It's nothing like that. And all day I'm walking around. I'm on my feet. And I think you are too, um, to some extent. When you get, man, when you get off work at 8, it is so hard to find the motivation to go work out. But I was finding I mean, the motivation to go do it. I think what helps me is like my, my apartment complex has a gym downstairs. So when I'm feeling like I need to go work out, like I can. I think when I get so, and I mean, I'm on my feet for the most part. Working at, I used to work at a shelter for kids. And that shit was, oh my God, I don't care what profession you do. Um, aside from like a professional like soldier you ain't got shit on what i did that's all i have to say about that for now but that was on my feet i am you know restraining people i am running after them chasing them making sure they don't jump in the in, in the river making sure that they don't kill themselves i'm doing that was a full body workout for like 10 hours almost every day that was craziness well, and I, that really helped keep my weight down because at the time, I didn't really need to worry about what I was eating, because if I know, if I know that I'm burning, like, and oh, that's the thing that really helped me, especially during the summer. I was a, a summer camp counselor. Having a Fitbit on me, dude, I would see whatever goal I had, and I'm like, all right, let's. Uh, if it's 10,000 steps today, we're getting 15,000. Knowing how many calories I'm burning on the treadmill, I mean, I know it's a rough approximation, but knowing that, like, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gonna up it to the next level. Like that really helped me. I need to find that Fitbit now that I think about it. Where you at? <laughs> Come here, shorty. Come here, shorty. Huh? Um, I'm just waiting for this recovery. So that way I can just get back to it. I would always find it would always be hard for you. At least your gym was under, it was like in the apartment complex for me. It is. I had to get a gym membership at Anytime Fitness. So that way, mm. which shout out to them. Uh, we're not sponsored, but if you wanted to sponsor us, let us know. Um, we had to i have to come home by the time i get home it's about 8 30 ish mm. eat if i haven't eaten yet or or make a protein shake mm. or a pre, pre-workout quote unquote uh and then drive over to anytime fitness which it isn't far from me it's probably like five ten minutes tops workout and then come home and it's like it i would still do it but it would i would have to psych myself up like like i would just have to be like i'm working out i don't care i have to like i would just have to keep telling myself that i i had to work out if i wanted to like be more fit and and stuff like that and like just be grateful uh that like i have a a working body because like this kind of sounds bad but like i like I think to myself like how lucky I am to granted I wear glasses so uh fuck fuck you eyes but um I mean I do too and like I, I, I'm just so happy that I have a working body besides my knee uh which is re- repairing itself as we speak um but just <laughs> I'm so happy that the rest of my body the 95% of the rest of my body can function on a daily basis. But fuck you, knee. You ain't shit. But you know what and I mean? And my eyeballs. But I'm like, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just and happy. my hearing. <laughs> my hearing's not that bad. But My sense of smell is going away. <laughs> I'm just falling too. apart. 
his eyeballs hanging out of his socket and he's like bro you know i'm just so thankful like his legs literally <laughs> fall off his butt you know i'm just so thankful i can still crawl <laughs> but like i'm just like thankful like that my like i'm i'm a healthy guy like i'm though well, like i'm trying to get more healthy but like you know there's nothing wrong with me if that makes sense no absolutely and like for me I'm, i mean and i have no i have all the respect to anybody who is struggling with any sort of uh like disability um handicap because that that kind of position forces you to be a stronger person whether you like it or not mm-hmm. um be losing like your eyesight or losing a sense losing um an arm or a leg like it forces you i mean what do you you, you have two choices in life: you can give up right now or you can keep moving keep it pushing and that forces you into that and i think something that like and i keep that in the forefront of my mind sometimes um I can't really do a lot of lifting. I broke my wrist like way back. If, I remember it was the first day of uh, basketball in eighth grade. I broke my wrist backpedaling and I fell on it with my fat ass. <laughs> and I like, uh, what did I do? I fractured my wrist. And ever since then, like I can lift weights. It's, that the, it's not the actual lifting that hurts me. I'll be fine. It's when I go to let go of whatever I'm holding, like anything above, like I would say 10 pounds. Whenever I go to let go of it, my wrist like this sharp pain shoots up my wrist and it fucking annoys the shit out of me so one thing that i've been doing to like kind of overcome that and and they think this can even help you too is when i'm at home because i don't have a ton of home like a ton of time to myself like i'm I'm doing a lot of work i'm transitioning from you know going to work coming home you know going to the store i'm doing this i'm doing that i make sure to do a lot of home workouts so if let's say that i'm uh editing a video every time i go to sit down at my computer and every change in elevation I'm going to do 10 push-ups. When I go to stand back up, you're going to do 10 push-ups. If I lay down on my bed for a second, do 10 push-ups. It also has shown me, like, how much sitting I really do. Like, I do a ton of fucking sitting all day. And I know that because I do a ton of fucking push-ups every day. It's kind of hard with my knee, though, because, like, the the thing with my knee is, like, because it's still recovering, it's still really weak. Like, so, like, I try to put my full weight on it, and I can still kind of feel it, like, wanting to give out. So it's kind of hard to do push-ups because I can't do I just can't do like kneeling push-ups because it's on my knee of course and that that hurts and I can't do regular push-ups because then I have to straighten my leg and then my knee wants to give out and then I'm just in pain and then I can't I can't do sit-ups because sit-ups it puts a strain like it's like I want to work out because last night I was sitting there and I'm like fuck I want to I don't want to just lay here and do absolutely nothing it's driving me fucking crazy. I want to do something. I want to do push-ups, but then like I tried to do it, and then I started hurting. I'm like, okay, maybe I, c- I could like try to sit up, try to sit up. Couldn't do it because it was hurting. I'm like, god damn it! I can't do shit in my house. You could do like some butterfly kicks. But- put your hands under your butt and just kick your legs back and forth while your while your knees are straightened or whatever position your knee is in. I think but- I started doing uh, I started doing this thing where um, I I lay completely flat. And then I just cry. And just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I do this thing where I just look completely flat. And I just start fucking bawling. And you know, it really gets your pores out. And it really helps your <laughs> eyes when they go to produce tears. So the next time I cry, it's instant. Like, you know how much of a struggle it is to take a shower? Like, like I'm not going to go in, in detail because there's really not much to go in detail. But like, I they told me I can't get my knee like like i can get it wet but i can't soak it i can't like have it wet for too long so i have to fucking (laughs) no (laughs) no joke when they told me this they're like all right so 
Um, they said, fuck you, me. <laughs> the, the, nurse, that shit wet. <laughs> the nurse was like, all right, so for your knee, um, you can take a shower after three days after surgery. And I was like, Ugh. three days? Three days after surgery. I was like, oh, I got to be stinky. She's like, yeah, you're on fucking dick, shorty. I am going to be <laughs> rubbing myself in soap over those three days. Germex, where you at? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I guess. And she's like, well, after the three days, you can start taking showers. But you have to make sure your knee doesn't get wet. So you have to plastic wrap your knee. I was like, what? Excuse me? She's like, yes, you have to wrap your knee in plastic wrap. She's like, now bake in a low oven <laughs> at 350, lightly salt to taste. After that, remove the saran wrap. So now and you're going to make horizontal cuts along the top and bottom to let all that juice just kind of brine. Put it back in at 400. Okay. And now serve with your favorite beverage. <laughs> And you have the mixed struggle. Yes, it's basically because now every time I get in this goddamn shower, it's like I'm like, all right, time to get in. And then I'm like, fuck, I have to fucking basically plastic wrap my knee before I can even get in there. So now then I'm just <laughs> just standing outside the shower, plastic wrap, just wrapping my knee in plastic wrap. Like, is this what I've become? <laughs> And I'm just like, if any, but like, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I was like, I feel bad for anybody who has to like, like this shit suck. Just sitting here, just like, fuck, oh, got a plastic yeah, wrap my knee my again. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's stupid. But you know, I have to do it just to do it. But I, yeah, <laughs> it's just so. I guess I'm trying to tie a Walmart sack around my cast, and I mean, thankfully I'm right-handed, so that shit wasn't a problem. But. I'm sitting in the shower and I got my arm hanging out the side and I'm like, let somebody come tap my hand. I'm geeking out. <laughs> that was the kind of child I was just full of anxiety. Like, man, I wonder if someone's going to touch my hand while it's outside the comfort and like how you wash the front. Like I just had to back up and then let the water like cascade across my front or do I turn around and put my arm above my head, but then I can't get half of my arm. I was the same way though. Like I would get anxiety. Like when I was when I would lay in my bed when I was a kid, I would never, ever, 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 ever let like one of my appendages. <laughs> that's a big word for me. Um, hang off of the bed because I would be afraid like something would grab me. Like I would. Oh, I, I would never let my my foot hang off the bed. My arm hang off the bed. I used to lay with my entire body cocooned under the blanket and when i mean cocooned like i'm tucking the edges of all the blanket under my body so that there's no way for air or anything to get in and i would lay there and it's granted i'm like five or six but i would lay there literally the entire duration of the night wouldn't sleep because i think that there's like some like a demon on the other side of the blanket and if i open the blanket it's just gonna be staring at me mm. the problem is i'm like i can hear it breathing it was my own fucking breathing <laughs> So I'm just laying here, breathing hard because I hear heart breathing hard, and I'm like, <sighs> until like literally I'd see the light come through the window, and I'm like, it's morning. They can't get to me anymore. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I gotta go to school. <laughs> yeah, dead eyes, I have to go take a shower. I'm like, but the lights will remain on. Oh my god! I, even even to this day, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap you. Even to this day, I run out of the room when I turn the fucking lights off. It's just built into my my DNA now. Uh, like I, 
Mm. I'm better about it. I just Don't like if I hear like a weird sound. If I hear a weird sound, like if you're a real ghost, you won't you will do it again. I've and then it and the funny it, so shit like, is right, I've seen you. <laughs> I've literally seen you do this firsthand. I swear to you, it was when you first moved into your apartment and you shut mm -hmm. the light off in the in the hallway and we heard a noise and you're like, if you're a real ghost, you won't do it again. I was like, bro, who the fuck are you talking to? Trick-ass <laughs> like, who the fuck are you talking to, bro? Like, the ghost. That's what I'm talking about. Trick-ass ghoul, you ain't coming for me. <laughs> he said, the ghost. And you looked at me all dead-ass. I'm like, bro, get me the fuck bro, out of here. This, this is crazy. So, to this day, I'll look around, like, the apartment and even the whole complex as a whole. And I swear to, I swear to God, shit is slightly different all the time. I'll, I'll, and I'll be very conscious of some of it. Like, I'll put my shoes in a certain position just to make sure and they will be in a different position. I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, it looks like we're sleeping with the nine tonight. Um, <laughs> don't know what else to tell y'all. Like, I'm I'm sleeping with my guns pointed at the door, and I swear to God, if you, you know, better pray to God I don't forget I have company over because I will no longer have company over. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be the end of episode one. Plug the, uh, you should plug the uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we have an Instagram at Dak Podcast. You can definitely follow us there uh, on updates on us and uh, the podcast. Um, we have a TikTok. We'll be uploading on there too, and then we do have a Facebook page. So if you guys definitely like what you hear, anything like that, show us support. Uh, we're not gonna beg you for it, but if if you know if you if you like it, tell a friend. You will never in the existence of this podcast hear me say. Na 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 and na na na. I'm not gonna say it now. I'm not gonna say it then. Mm, I, I like that. I respect that about you. I love that about you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the L word, the C word, or the S word. So sorry. I'll say fuck all night, but I'm not gonna say that. Huh? Uh, anyways, guys, I hope you liked what you heard. Uh, definitely more uh, will be coming soon we'll probably be releasing these what like every week every two weeks we'll kind of figure this out this is kind of one of those things where uh we'll figure it out as it goes um but we'll definitely get this going and we'll get this rolling and uh what else rhymes with that rolling i just i said okay uh anything you'd like to say before we end podcast uh yeah actually um go for a frolic somewhere you know um live your best life uh do you be happy be healthy and be good people yeah and be yeah definitely and be good people you know be kind to one another mm. all right guys be mine. Ooh, shorty. No, 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 no. dak podcast is out <laughs>